The following paid program is owned and produced by Michael Villa. All opinions expressed by the host or guests are their own and are not endorsed by radio station KKGK 1340 AM, 98.9 FM Management, Lotus Broadcasting, The Network, or any of its advertisers. How hot is hot? Fanboy. 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 Fanboy Sports. Local and national sports from a fan's perspective. It's time now for the Fanboy Sports Show with your host, Mikey V, on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Hello, everybody. It's Mike Villa Jr., Mikey V, back with the Fanboy Sports Show on Fox Radio. And I have another special guest co-host here today with me, Mr. Javon Wink Adams. And I'm proud to say that he's also a good friend of mine. Uh, I was able to befriend Wink back in 2005 when he first got to Las Vegas uh, at the Scarlet and Gray game back there. Uh, My young 20-something self pulled him to the side and said, hey, man, this place was rocking and you guys can do it too. And boy, did they. Great memories. Wink, welcome. Thanks for being here. How are you feeling today, man? Oh, man, I'm feeling good, man. Thank you. For, thanks for having me. Um, it's always an honor to come on and be able to to speak to you guys, man. You know, long-term friends, man, guys you meet when you come in, man. Because, you know, since I've been there since 2005, you know, you, you've been one of the guys who I kept in touch with and you looked out for me and, you know, I appreciate that. So, you know, I'm glad for you having me today. Well, it's certainly my pleasure. And, uh, you know, I mean, this thing goes to where like you were at my baby shower. Right. <laughs> so, and not only that, but I know we were, I, well, me and Anderson were, Anderson Hunt were talking and uh, you are also a, an all-time Maryland Parkway franchise, adult league basketball letterman and uh but it it was different for 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 me and you with that because you guys were like the justice league you and and p allen and and demario butler and chris moten all these guys are uh, professionals and uh it was like i put out the bat signal and you guys came came through and won some tournaments for me you know uh but i was like the the Brian immersion or the John Naki, you guys would run up the score and then I would come in and get it the last two and a half minutes. <laughs> but I did score. You did score. I did score. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's always fun to compete, you know, especially with them guys, you know, with you, you know, uh, just being around the city, you know, like, like I say, you know, the main thing is, you know, it's good to be heard, but it's also good to be seen, mm-hmm. you know, especially when you got a name. So, I like to, you know, go in different places and play basketball, compete. You know, I meet a lot of people. That's how a lot of people know me, you know, actually just always appreciating just like, man, you know, since you've been at UNLV, you know, during the season, you know, I go to practice. I go to Sunset Park after practice. I go to Doolittle after practice. You know, I go to the YMCA and play after practice. So I'm always, I've always been one of those players who's been in the city that people, they can see, but, you know, also, you know, you can talk to me, come up to me, come and say, just like I'm just an everyday person. So I like that persona about myself in the city. And, yes, this is true. You are certainly a gym rat. You get it in all the time. You can't get enough basketball. I love it. Reminds me of the Curtis Blow song. Basketball. That's so funny. That's so funny that you said that. <laughs> but, uh, well, I, I'd, I'd like to – before we get into some other sports, I know we can just carry on about UNLV basketball, but 
I want to say right now, going out there, I'm starting the official campaign for your jersey retirement and Anderson's jersey retirement. Twelve and one for the Rafters. I'm putting it out there right now. That's that's we got to have that. I want it. I want it bad. It need. I well. I think it uh, goes without saying. I mean, you, if people don't know, are the number six scorer in program history. And uh, you have in your under your belt the only three NCAA tournament wins not in the Tarkanian era. I mean, unfortunately, that's how our past looks <laughs> since Tarkanian. But that's what it is. And uh, more than deserving. And I, I know that the school paired you guys up and brought you guys in together on the UNLV Hall of Fame induction. And I like that. I like that pairing, you know, like how they did uh, Freddie Banks and Robert Smith uh, last season. Uh, hopefully they don't make us wait, but right. 12 plus one for the Raptors. What do you think about that? Oh, man, that'll be a, a great honor. I mean, that's what you, you know, that's what you play for, for those type of accolades. And, you know, every game I played at UNLV, you know, I left it out on the floor. So, you know, being inducted into the Hall of Fame, you know, that's great. You know, that's that's a that's a true honor to me because, like I said, I'm just out there competing, having fun in my college years, but getting that jersey retired, that's something that's lifelong, you know, to, to me. You know, like I say, you can you can play the game, people can hear you, you know, but all this, but seeing that jersey up there, that's something my daughter can see, you know, something that goes on for heirs and heirs that you can see that jersey up there that say Adam. So, you know, just the representation, you know, of that last name being in those rafters, it goes all the way back to Houston, my mom, family, my daughter who's coming up. You know, that's that's, that's a big representation. So that would be a great accolade to get if it happens, you know. I agree. I certainly agree 110%. Uh, but that's great segue for uh, what I was thinking next, which is Houston. True. Tell me what it, what it was like. Tell me what it was like to grow up in Houston. Like, is there a, a moniker? That you guys use in Houston, like where you're from and stuff, like like I don't know, like it's uh, the D for Detroit or Big D for Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about Houston, how it was growing up in Houston. Um, you know, growing up in Houston, man, a lot of fun. You know, it's Texas. You know, the whole state of Texas. First of all, man, if you play sports, you know, we all know it's a football state. That's what it's been for years, and I think right around the time when I was coming up that's when basketball kind of overturned. When people start really recruiting out of Texas, start coming out of Texas, we start getting noticed in basketball. But, uh, you know, growing up in Houston, man, it's one of them places you get used to the competitive spirit of everybody. You know, you go to all these different cities and everybody's good. Everybody's good. You know, we got legends like Larry Johnson, Moses Malone. You know, these guys I, I know that come out the state and these are like, you know, to me, all-time greats. You know, you don't have to be a top 75. You know, just where we come from, you know, just being one of those guys who people talk about later on in life, like, hey, man, Wink was good. To us, coming from Texas, that's a big accomplishment because how big the state is, how many, you know, athletes come out of Texas, that's really big. And I think we are two-sport players. Like, I play football, basketball, some guys do baseball, football. You know, everybody's a two-sport player. That's just how it is in high school. You know, I was playing basketball, and I was in the band. You know, I walk around the school, and the football coach was, hey, you play football? I said, well, you know, I play in middle school, but, you know, basketball is my sport. He said, hey, I need you to come on that field. Came out on the field, played two years, man, had fun with it. But it taught me how to be more physical on the court, how to use my body, you know what I'm saying? Because I've never been a guy who lift weights. 
Uh, I've never been a guy who really hits the gym like that. You know, I've always been a guy just going to court and just shoot, 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 dribble, dribble, dribble. Never been a weight guy, but my size, you know, the, the food we eat in Texas, it sticks to you. That's what we say. The food we eat in Texas, it sticks to you. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys, you know, you, you see that moniker, like you said, you know, with a lot of guys, Larry Johnson. Grandma! You know, the size he was when he came to UNLV. You know, sometimes, you know, guys just be like, man, that's 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 Texas weight, you know, because I'm like, man, you know, I'm 240. When I was in school, when I came in at 205. Guys don't believe it. I came in at 205. I was already big, like K-Boy and Coach Kruger wouldn't even let me lift weights. They was like, man, you know, while everybody's up lifting, you know, you get on the elliptical, you know, so they wouldn't even let me lift weights. I couldn't drink shakes, strictly treadmill, you know, so – that's just kind of been my thing, man. But, you know, Houston is a great place, a uh, big city, very diverse. You know, you got to be a people's person because it's very diverse. I think Houston is one of the most diverse cities in the country. And, uh, you know, like I said, man, for us, a competitive nature, it just happens, man. We got guys that's 60, 70 right now. And, you know, those guys are guys who we still talk about to the day. You know, like that guy's one of the best guys to come out of Houston. This guy's one of the best guys to come out of Dallas. Even though these guys might be 60 plus, we keep their name going. You know, that's what, you, like I said, that's what you play the game for. So when you go off to school, like I came to UNLV, you know, I want to come here and win, but also I'm representing my last name and plus the city of Houston. I put, the, you know, we take that serious and, you know, we love our city, man, and we want to represent it well. Well, you know, what a friend I am. I didn't know you played football. And that's ironic because <laughs> – that's ironic because you were built like a running back. I should say Josh Jacobs is built like you. Right. Like, you, you know, all the – Saquon Barkley, that's your build, man. Like, yeah. it looks like you could run through I formation and you're jumping over the line and scoring a TD. Right. So imagine trying to play basketball like that. You know, you, you do. You have a you have a pro body. And uh, um, it's so funny that we're talking about this. And it's like a quick point. I went to the UNLV Legend event yes. Saturday. And uh, me and Coach Kruger, you know, he hugged me. We were was, we was talking about stuff. And the first thing he said, <laughs> he was like, uh, yeah, you know, I remember when the, the football team was trying to get you to play at UNLV. I don't think a lot of people know that. Wow. Yeah, like when I was at UNLV my freshman year, we was always going to the weight room. And, you know, us and the football team used to be in at the same time. And Mike Sanford at the time, Sanford was the coach. Mm -hmm. At the time, he's always kind of pulling to the side. You don't talk about playing football? You know, we can use you. He's really trying to get me on a football team. And uh, it was like a big thing. I don't think nobody ever knew this story, but it was like a big thing within the office because the football team was trying to get me to play football during my freshman year. Well, you could have been a two-sport star. That's what you're telling me right now? Probably. Oh, my goodness. Well, you said you didn't lift weights, which is what Bo Jackson never did. Bo Jackson had natural strength, and he looked like he could lift 1,000 pounds, you know, bench press. Absolutely. And that's your bill, too. And, you you know, without well, – you came in and did weight training with, with, uh, with the staff and stuff, right? But that's that's just some natural Hercules stuff right there. and. Wow, you could have played for UNLV football. They were trying, they were trying to get me on that field. What? 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 Wow. Yeah. You could have been like a Houston Texan or something. <laughs> that, that would have been crazy. It would have been crazy. You know, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I would have did it. Maybe I would have did it. You know. Uh. You know, just knowing what I know now. You know, like I said back then, man, I was just. 
having fun, just really happy to be in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Like Vegas has always been a city. Like we come in for the big town tournament, you know, when I was coming up and, you know, Vegas is the lights and just the city always just amazed me because it's so much different from Texas, you know, seeing the mountains, you know, we used to be on the plane, we was landing. We used to like, man, like mountains. And, you know, we just never seen that coming up in Houston. But, you know, when I came here, man, you know, the fans was great. Everything was great about Vegas, but, yeah, man, Sanford was trying to get me on that football field, man. Not to this day. Like, I still think about, like, man, what if I would have kind of committed to him, man, Coach Kruger? I don't know how that would have worked out because Coach Kruger wasn't a big fan of Sanford talking to me. Like, he started coming to the weight room just for that reason. Coach Kruger was like, well, you, you'll go ahead and stay away now. Coach <laughs> <laughs> Sanford. Yeah, man. But it was cool. It, it was cool, man. My, you know, it was fun. And like you know, it's uh, it's like deja vu, man. It's crazy, man. You know, playing for Coach Kruger and you know, looking at the team now, man. Kevin, you know, I think we were just talking about it. Like Kevin looks identical to his dad, man. It's it's, it's freaky, you know. Like just to see him, his the faces he makes, man. When I'm watching him, it's like man, that looks just like Lon. Like it's it's unbelievably crazy to see him coaching and uh, how alike he is with his dad, man. They they they're like a a book cover, man. They back in front. They just alike, exactly alike. Yes, yes, they are. And to that point, I think we'll uh, move into talking about the Mountain West in our next segment. But uh, right now, I've got to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back in one minute. Fanboy Sports Show. Fox the real Sports estate Radio. market in Southern Nevada has changed. Rates are up and prices are going down. If now is the time for you to buy or sell a home or property in Southern Nevada, seek the realtor who was born and raised in Las Vegas that possesses the necessary skill to help you navigate through complicated market conditions. Select Michael Villa with King Realty Group. As a Rancho High and UNLV graduate, Michael takes tremendous pride in serving his community. With nearly two decades of experience, hundreds of homes sold, and a penchant for delivering superb customer service, Michael will get the job done quickly and seamlessly while leaving a smile on your face. Visit CashOutMyVilla.com or call 702-219-3178 for a consultation. Count on your real estate sensei, Michael Villa, to help achieve all your real estate goals and make your real estate dreams come true. When it's time, remember to make your move with Michael Villa. Call 702-219-3178 for a consultation. Nevada Real Estate License Number S0065507. It's the Fanboy Sports Show with your host, Mikey V, on Fox Sports Las Vegas. All right, it's Mikey V, Mike Villa Jr., Fanboy Sports Show with my special co-host, Wink Adams, in the house. Okay, so before we left, we were talking about uh, Coach Kruger, Coach Kevin Kruger, and the similarities between him and his father, which are definitely apparent. What I want to know is tell us more about what it was like because the Mountain West Conference is a niche conference. You know, sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down, but it's not easy ever. It's never easy to play in that conference. Nobody wants to go and play Colorado, Colorado State or Wyoming or Air Force in their arenas because it's hard to win. There's quarks about those places. And they just – it's like they back you into a corner and it's hard to win. 
you really have to play your A game unless you're just world beaters. But even then, it's it, it's going to be tough. But tell me about what you remember in your playing days about the just the landscape, how it was, the the arenas, the the locker rooms, the the court itself, the hardwood, like the rims, the sight lines. Tell me what you remember about those places like, first and foremost uh, that you can recall. Well, I know playing in the Mount West. First off, I, th- I feel like it's a it's an underrated conference for sure. But uh, you know, playing in different places like I didn't play at Oklahoma State, Kentucky, all these places, man. And the thing about the Mount West is like you know what I had to find out. You know, when you go play at Air Force, Utah, uh, Colorado State, these places has high altitude, meaning like you have to be in great shape to play a forty minute game. Very competitive. It's it's super hard. Like you can't go in. You know, half-stepping, man, because, I mean, the first – I'm talking about it hits you quick. The first two or three minutes, you're already gasping for air. That's how – you know, that's how the altitude, you know, gets you. So, you know, Coach Kruger used to – we used to practice. Like, we play Utah, Cairo State. We'll go up maybe like two days before and just practice, run. So, by the time the game come two days, you know, we kind of somewhat used to that altitude because we just can't go – and feel like, hey, we're going to go and play a game. You're not prepared. You think you're prepared, but you're really not, you know, because the altitude will get you. And then, like, uh, you know, the fans in these places, you know, these are, like, places where it's kind of like on a smaller scale for cities. You know, a lot of guys, you know, you think about these, you know, the the, the big places like Duke, North Carolina, you know, these places are, are, are cities where fans come out, you know, a lot to do is college towns. You know, you think about Laramie, Wyoming, Albuquerque, um, you know, Salt Lake. These are all places where, you know, things close at 8 o'clock. So fans is, you know, Utah is what it is. So, you know, Utah games, when you go there, man, you got to be focused to play. I mean, it's not a big city, but the fans be there, man. And when you get there, they let you hear. You know, like every school in the Mount West, like those fans are for that school. You go to Provo, BYU is – unbelievable you know they don't have seats in their arena these are benches so you know the the stadium probably can hold maybe sixteen thousand. but with them benches in they easily pack it out with 21 22,000 people and they are on you from the jump from left line to the end of the game you know that's just how it is man new mexico another place where the court is what a couple of thousand feet down when you go in the locker room you got to walk down to the court you know, that's it's a different feel to your body. You know, you don't it don't sound like it, but it really is because the the altitude shifting in every different game you play. Only when you come to Vegas, you know, we had to make our city more like, man, this is hard to play here because the way we're going to play defense on you. You know, we take pride in a lot of uh, guys then did interviews after the game. And the first thing they said was like, man, these guys are like, you know, sharks in the water, man, they see blood. These guys just constantly come at you, come at you. And that's what we wanted to do. But, we, you know, it's not just us, BYU do it, New Mexico do it. San Diego State definitely does it. You know, all these schools in the Mount West, man, that's how they play. And uh, to win on the road, man, it's it's important, but it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to be in shape. You got to be focused. And, then you, you know, you can't take these teams lightly. I think that's the good thing. You know, you can't take them lightly because nobody has – you know, it's a, it's a different when you're playing against a team and it's like, okay, they got the number one All-American, they got the number two All-American. You know you're in for a game. But when you play these guys, you know, a lot of these schools have these two-year, three-year guys. When you come in as a freshman, 
you know, you're playing against juniors and seniors that's been there, that fit and shape. So now you got to up your game. You know, you're not playing against a guy you didn't play against in high school. This is, you know, very experienced players. You know, so the Mountain West is underrated because, like I say, most guys in the Mountain West stay two or three years, if not four years. So you're playing against more experienced players compared to you going to Kentucky or Duke, which the competition level is better, but they only say it's better because of the name, the brand, the guys, you know, the one and dones. You know, you're playing against a high competition. But if I'm coming in as a freshman and I didn't play against a guy in high school and he goes to Duke and I'm at UNIV, hey, we go battle. I, I know who you are. Like, you know, we just came out. But if I'm playing against a guy who's four years in, he's already been, you know, making a name for himself in the Mount West. It's more of a challenge level to me because this guy's more experienced. He's bigger. He's faster. He knows the game. He's in shape. Next time, now I got to like, oh, man, I got a challenge on my hand. You know, you can't pick and choose you play against. You just got to go out there and play. But, you know, the Mount West, you know, another thing with the Mount West is I think the preseason schedules. You know, a lot of a lot of these teams in the Mount West get overlooked because some of the preseason schedules, like we don't, we're not playing like the – when I was at UNLV, I always said, like, man, you know, preseason, why we can't ever play Duke? You know, because that's like a – I think that's like a evolution-type game, UNLV and Duke. You know, replay that game. But, you know, we played, like, Washington State, uh, you know, Alcorn. You know, we playing teams that, you know, the preseason, I'm like, man, I want to play these big-name schools to make a name. You know, that's what you that's what you want to do, man. And the Mount West, man, they hold their own. You know, BYU, New Mexico, I feel like Utah, San Diego State. Ourself, you know, a lot of a lot of teams in the Mount West, man. When you match them up with these big time teams, you know, it's never a blowout, man. It's always a close game, and most of that comes from you know the physique that we have to have in the Mount West. You know, being in this high altitude, you know, when you go to Air Force, you play these guys, and before you roll up to the gym, you see these guys jumping out of planes and they doing things. You know, you be like, man, this this what they doing? While we in the gym right next to the hockey rink, it's super cold. By the time we start layup line and stretching, we already on our knees. We gasping for air. These guys come in and they ready to play and they back cutting all day, hold the ball for 30 seconds. Man, it's, it's tough. You know, the Mount West is tough, man. In order to win, you got to be super focused, man. You got to have guys who's committed to, you know, playing as a team because you're not going to be the team by yourself in the Mount West because the style of play of these guys is not like we have that key all-American first pick type guy. These Every team in the Mount West plays a certain type of way. Colorado State moves the ball. Air Force, if you watch them play, the final score is going to be 48 to 46 because they hold the ball for 30 seconds, get one shot up. If they get the rebound, you got to do it all over again. They back cutting, constantly moving. New Mexico, they're going to play defense on you, but they're going to move the ball around. Every team wants you to move around because they know the fatigue is going to set in, you know, and that's that's how they play, man. You got to be focused as a team to go in and win. Well, I hope the current team, UNLV basketball, I hope they hear this. This is all gold. <laughs> these are these are nuggets, man, coming from the man who uh, ruled the Mountain West. Two back-to-back, well, back-to-back, two titles, obviously, but back-to-back conference championships. And, uh, again, three uh, NCAA tournament wins, including a, a Sweet 16 appearance. So, uh Winky knows what he's talking about. That's beautiful. And I think uh, I think with regard to recruiting, that uh, you know Vegas loves its players. All right, Vegas loves its players, and and uh, you could look at Mark Andre Fleury and uh, how sad the city was when he was shipped out of here. But these are leftover Rebel fans. You know, all of them probably were 
very likely were UNLV fans uh, a while back and uh, le- left the program. But, you know, if you get these guys to come in here that will buy in for four years, forget about the league and, you know, playing professionally, if you put your nose to the grindstone and make your name for yourself out here and win, you can get an NIL deal here with whoever. They're going to get paid, and Vegas is going to love you because they know you and you're sticking around and you're playing well and you're getting deep in the tournaments, even not even that, just winning the Mountain West tournament. And the fans will come back and they'll follow. And then you'll have running Rebel basketball again, the real thing. And so maybe a little nugget there too, you know, because you guys, right, you guys stuck your nose to grindstone and, and you didn't care about, you know, going to the next level. You cared about BYU's coming into our gym. What are we going to do to kick their butts? That's what it was about, and it showed. Those results showed in, in how you performed and, and all the accolades you received and all the glory you brought to the school. So uh, I wanted to mention something, uh, a little competition that I put out there to a couple media members, uh, Tyler Bischoff and Mike Ramala. Uh, my, uh, my challenge has gone unanswered, except for Steve Cofield. Thanks, Cofield. Thanks for acknowledging it. But uh, I ch- uh, excuse me, challenged them to a free throw contest. Yeah, and uh, Cofield suggested it be a three-point contest. I said, fine, raise the stakes, right? Aces. Yeah. So it's, got, it's fallen upon deaf ears, which I'm not surprised. But I wouldn't want to face me either when my shooting coaches are Wink Adams and Anderson Hunt. You're probably going to lose and lose royally. Because lose and lose royally, he's going to do. So, yeah, it's okay. You guys, you know, it's for charity. We could set it on up still. Anybody else can get involved. Steve, you can get involved. My man Joe Rigo can get involved. Whoever, but uh, I want I want Tyler and I want Mike. Come bring it on, boys. That's all right. You don't have to either. I know you're scared. It's okay. So I kind of just assumed that you would be my coach. Would Would you be my coach? Would you coach me up and beat these guys? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Any day, you know, getting the coaching over here, which Mike, which Mike already knows how to play. I already seen him shoot, so it's just you know. Sharpening up the edges, and he he he's ready for the competition. Anybody who challenges Mike is going to get is going to get the best version of Mike's shooting coming from me and Anderson. You heard it here first. What you waiting for, boys? <laughs> well, I want to thank Wink Adams for co-hosting with me today. It's been a it's my honor and pleasure, and thank you so much again. And our, our friendship means uh, so much to me. Uh, and uh, I hope everyone's enjoyed today's program. Keep tuning in. You never know who's going to show up. But for now, fan, the Fanboy Sports Show, we're signing off. Fox Sports Radio, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Whether it's karate or real estate, one must know when to make the right move. And when you make your next move, be sure that your real estate sensei, Michael Villa, is by your side. I can't help you win a karate tournament, but I can surely help you win the bid on a new house or get you the best possible offer on your existing home. And now, a demonstration. That's me eliminating any obstacles on the pathway to achieving your real estate goals. Call me for a consultation, 702-219-3178. If you own a business and card processing is part of your business model, you'll want to hear this. Provident Payments, a card processing company based in Southern Nevada, will save you the most money on card processing fees while utilizing the best, most cutting-edge equipment available to the industry. Being based in Las Vegas also means prompt service when you need it most. 
Save your business money by consulting with Michael Villa of Provident Payments at 702-219-3178. The preceding paid program is owned and produced by Michael Villa. All opinions expressed by the host or guests are their own and are not endorsed by radio station KKGK 1340 AM, 98.9 FM Management, Lotus Broadcasting, The Network, or any of its advertisers.